RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Monday, December 30th, 2019. On today's show, I'm looking back at 2019 and remembering the Star Trek personalities that we've lost this year. Each of them brought a light to the Star Trek multiverse that will never go out. Please join me in paying respects and saying thank you to the people who helped make Star Trek what it is. On June 4th, illustrator Keith Birdsong passed away. Here's my piece from June 5th's Daily Star Trek News. Renowned Star Trek illustrator Keith Birdsong passed away yesterday from complications following an automotive accident. He was 59. TulsaWorld.com wrote a wonderful tribute to the Oklahoma-based artist, highlighting some of his biggest achievements and some of his life's story. As a child, Birdsong was a self-taught illustrator who never did well in art class. He said, I didn't follow directions. I always drew what I wanted. I would kind of start with what they wanted and then end up doing something else, doing my own thing. After graduating, he became a paratrooper in the U.S. Army and worked as a journalist at the same time. Over time, he began to pitch stories and illustrations to magazines and built his portfolio up. Birdsong made a name for himself doing illustrations for book covers and worked as a freelance illustrator in North Carolina before returning to Oklahoma in the late 1980s. Eventually, he became associated most strongly with Star Trek. Quoting the TulsaWorld.com piece, Birdsong's body of work includes hundreds of illustrations linked to the Star Trek franchise, including posters, book covers, and collector plates. But he was also hired to provide likenesses of Elvis Presley and others for the U.S. Postal Service. Some of his works are in the Smithsonian Institution, including a likeness of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Keith Birdsong suffered a serious stroke last year in 2018. He was left with memory loss and impaired vision, and was advised not to try drawing anymore as it might lead to depression. But when his vision started to return, he picked it up again, and eventually held an art show at his home earlier this year. Memorial services for Keith Birdsong are being held at 2 p.m. on Friday, June 14th at Christian Chapel in Muskogee, Oklahoma. On June 19th, writer Peter Allen Fields passed away. Here's my report from June 20th. Sad news today as Star Trek mourns one of its own. Iris Stephen Bear announced yesterday the death of writer Peter Allen Fields. On Twitter, Bear wrote, Sad to report, writer-producer Peter Allen Fields passed away today. He was a friend of mine. All you Star Trek fans can say a prayer. All you fans of 60s and 70s television can say one too. 
StarTrek.com remembered Fields in an article late yesterday afternoon, saying, StarTrek.com is saddened to report the death of Peter Allen Fields, the veteran writer and producer whose many credits included Star Trek The Next Generation and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Please join us in offering our condolences to Fields' family, friends, colleagues, and fans. Fields was a prolific Star Trek writer, and he also boasted credits on other prominent shows such as Xeno Warrior Princess, Knight Rider, and The Six Million Dollar Man. On Star Trek, he wrote a number of well-known Deep Space Nine episodes, including Duet, Blood Oath, and In the Pale Moonlight. Fields also wrote the Next Generation episode, The Inner Light, which was a key character development episode for Captain Jean-Luc Picard. On August 11th, actor Barbara March passed away. Here's my report from August 16th. Barbara March, recurring Star Trek guest star, has passed away. She was best known for her role as the Klingon Lursa, one of the Duras sisters in Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and the film Star Trek Generations. Outside of Star Trek, March made guest appearances in a number of TV shows and was an accomplished stage actor. In addition to her acting work, March was also a playwright and a novelist. Her passing was confirmed on Monday by her husband, Alan Scarf, on Facebook. My beloved Barbara, my partner in all things for more than 40 years, passed through Eternity's Gate Sunday evening after a cruel battle with cancer. Barbara March was 65. On September 23rd, I reported the death of Aaron Eisenberg. I'm saddened to report that Aaron Eisenberg, the actor who portrayed Nog in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, passed away suddenly over the weekend, on Saturday, September 21st. He was just 50 years old. Eisenberg's portrayal of the Ferengi, Nog, was seen by many fans as inspirational. His performance in the Deep Space Nine Season 3 episode, Heart of Stone, was a masterful piece of character development, as he attempted to convince a skeptical Commander Sisko to recommend that he be the first Ferengi admitted to Starfleet Academy. And his later performances in The Siege of AR-558 and It's Only a Paper Moon, in which he dealt with the aftermath of having lost a leg in battle, were noted by real-life combat veterans as extremely true to life, according to the Star Trek Deep Space Nine companion. Eisenberg was also a popular and familiar face at Star Trek conventions and Comic-Cons around the world. Eisenberg's passing was announced by his wife, Melissa Longo, on Facebook on Saturday evening. She said, It is with extreme regret and sadness to announce that my love and best friend Aaron Eisenberg passed away earlier today. There will never be another light like Aaron's. The beauty that he was and the legacy he leaves behind is beyond words. I love him dearly and will miss him eternally. Please join me in sending condolences to Aaron's family. Also on September 21st, actors Sid Haig and Jack Donner passed away. Here's my piece from later that week. It's been a tragic week for Star Trek fans, as we mourn the death of fan favorite Aaron Eisenberg. But Star Trek has lost two more family members this week, guest stars who should be remembered as well. 
According to a piece from The Hollywood Reporter, renowned horror film actor Sid Haig passed away on Saturday. He was 80. Star Trek fans will remember Haig as the first lawgiver in the original series episode, Return of the Archons. But he was best known for his character work in over 100 films, mostly in the horror genre. His widow, Susie Haig, announced his death on his Instagram page. On Saturday, September 21st, 2019, my light, my heart, my true love, my king, the other half of my soul, Sydney, passed from this realm onto the next. He has returned to the universe, a shining star in our heavens. He was my angel, my husband, my best friend, and always will be. He adored his family, his friends, and his fans. This came as a shock to all of us. Multiple reports have also announced the death of Jack Donner on Saturday at the age of 90. Details are sparse and all sources cite a Memory Alpha post from the weekend, which is itself without citation. Donner was a prolific actor whose career spanned over 50 years and who, according to IMDb, was still working as of this year. Star Trek fans will know Donner as the Romulan subcommander Tall from the original series episode The Enterprise Incident. He also turned up on Star Trek Enterprise twice as a Vulcan in Home and Kershana. Please join me in sending condolences to the families of both actors. On November 20th, actor Michael J. Pollard passed away. Here's my report from the 25th. Oscar-nominated actor Michael J. Pollard has died. Pollard was known to Star Trek fans as John, leader of the Onlys, in the iconic original series episode, Miri. Don Walker, a longtime friend of Pollard's, told The Hollywood Reporter of his death last Wednesday, of cardiac arrest. He was 80. In addition to his work on Star Trek, Pollard had over a 100 acting credits to his name, including the role of C.W. Moss in 1967's Bonnie and Clyde, which earned him an Academy Award nomination. He also originated the role of Hugo Peabody in the first Broadway production of Bye Bye Birdie. Michael J. Fox has also said that it was Pollard who inspired him to take on the middle initial J. When Fox went to sign on with the Screen Actors Guild, they already had a Michael Fox on the books. In his 2002 autobiography called Lucky Man, A Memoir, he wrote, I remembered one of my favorite character actors, Michael J. Pollard, the guileless accomplice in Bonnie and Clyde. I stuck in the J, which I sometimes tell people stands for either genuine or genius, and resubmitted my forms. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Pollard is survived by a son and a daughter. On December 2nd, we lost influential writer D.C. Fontana. I dedicated the entire episode of Daily Star Trek News on the 4th to her memory. Here's just a part of that day's episode. Legendary Star Trek writer Dorothy Fontana passed away Monday evening following a brief illness. Fontana, who usually wrote under the name D.C. Fontana, was 80 years old. The news was announced in a press release from the American Film Institute AFI. David Gerald, a friend of Fontana's and fellow Trek alum, posted the press release on his Facebook page early yesterday morning, where it was picked up and the news spread quickly across the internet. From the press release, 
Most recently employed as a senior lecturer at the American Film Institute, Ms. Fontana devotedly taught and mentored many classes of aspiring screenwriters, producers, and directors by sharing a lifetime of expertise, craft, heart, and integrity. However, Ms. Fontana gained global notoriety for her writing and story editing on the 1960s television series Star Trek, as well as the 1970s animated series, which she also associate produced. Her myth-building work on classic Trek blazed a trail for women, not only in television, but in science fiction. Fontana is survived by her husband, Oscar-winning visual effects cinematographer Dennis Skotak. Memorial donations may be made to the Humane Society, Best Friends Animal Society, or the American Film Institute. On December 9th, I announced the deaths of three Trek alumni. Actor Robert Walker Jr. passed away on December 5th. Actor Michael Lamper passed away on December 7th. And actor René Aubergenois passed away on December 8th. Robert Walker Jr., the actor who portrayed Charlie Evans in the Star Trek episode Charlie X, died last Thursday, December 5th. He was 79. Star Trek.com reported the actor's death, which was confirmed by his family. Charlie X was the second episode of Star Trek to air, and was the first of several episodes written by influential Star Trek writer Dorothy Fontana. In the episode, Walker played the title character, a boy rescued by Kirk and crew on the Enterprise, who turns out to have dangerous supernatural powers. In 2013, DC Fontana told StarTrek.com, I loved the work Robert Walker Jr. did. The ending I had written was retained, with Charlie being taken away where he could do no harm, but where he would never be with anyone he could ever really touch. Walker was a prolific actor, with credits spanning seven decades, starting in 1957, all the way to his most recent credit in 2018. His TV credits include Bonanza, Charlie's Angels, and Murder, She Wrote. He also appeared in the film Easy Rider. Star Trek.com reports that Walker is survived by his three children. Please join me in sending condolences to his family. Star Trek The Next Generation star Marina Sirtis announced yesterday afternoon that her husband, Michael Lamper, passed away. He was 61. Sirtis said in a tweet, I'm going to be gone for a while. My beloved husband passed away peacefully in his sleep last night. For those of you waiting for a shout-out on Cameo, please forgive me. I don't feel up to it. I'll let you know when the service is back on. Yesterday afternoon, December 8th, the Star Trek community was shocked to hear the news that René Aubergenois had died. The Washington Post reported that Aubergenois, who portrayed gruff security chief Odo on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, died of metastatic lung cancer at his home in Los Angeles. He was 79. In Star Trek, Aubergenois spent seven years playing the shapeshifter Odo on Deep Space Nine, but his career as an actor and voice artist spanned many years before and after that role. One of his earliest roles was Father John Mulcahy in the film M.A.S.H. In the 1980s, you couldn't miss him as Clayton Runnymede Endicott III in the sitcom Benson. And Disney fans will recognize him as the voice of Chef Louie from The Little Mermaid, singing the memorable Les Poissons. In the 1970s and 80s, he also worked in the theater, 
earning Tony nominations for The Good Doctor, Big River, and City of Angels. In 2004, Aubergenois joined the cast of Boston Legal, alongside another Star Trek alum, William Shatner. Shatner tweeted about his death, I have just heard about the death of my friend and fellow actor, René Aubergenois. To sum up his life in a tweet is nearly impossible. To Judith, Tessa, and Remy, I send you my love and strength. I will keep you in my thoughts and remember a wonderful friendship with René. Nana Visitor, who played Odo's love interest Kira on Deep Space Nine, tweeted in tribute to him as well. She said, I love and respect René more than I can say right now. This beautiful soul, my heart. Prior to his death, Aubergenois tweeted several quotes speaking about the nature of mortality, implying perhaps that he knew his journey would be ending soon. His last message before his minions tweeted confirmation of the Washington Post article read, Life is too short to be lived badly. Marjan Satrapi. According to the Washington Post, Aubergenois is survived by his wife, two children, two sisters, and three grandchildren. It's unclear whether they asked for any particular donations in memoriam, but Aubergenois was known to raise money for Doctors Without Borders, signing drawings of Odo's bucket in exchange for donations. If you would like to pay tribute to the late actor, you may wish to make a donation for yourself. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at daily Star Trek or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. Tune in tomorrow for another of your Star Trek stories. I'll be back with the news next Monday, January 6th. I'm Allison Pitt. The very happiest of New Year's to you and yours. And live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.